Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Teams. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio for only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Today we call it bone broth, and for thousands of years our ancestors enjoyed its benefits before it became lost to our modern diets of processed junk. We are now introducing Caveman by InfoWarsLife.com, the ultimate in true paleo nutrition with bone broth, turmeric root, chaga mushroom, and seven total primal superfoods in a single great-tasting formula. Caveman. It's those people living in the wilds having to actually build civilization that are our superior ancestors, and we need to do everything we can to recapture that. Every Everyone knew that you used all the parts of the animal. You used the meat for sustenance, the fat for cooking, but you used the bones for strength. From the outside structure full of minerals and key cofactors to the marrow that produces the blood for the body, this is the engine of the life essence. I'm a long way from the caveman my ancestors were, but I'm sure as hell trying to get back to that essence that made us what we were, and this is a big part of it. I know you're going to want to check out Caveman Ultimate Paleo Formula for yourself and ForwardsLife.com today. Is there a count somewhere? You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. Resolution When I publicly declared that I'm a Christian, I was removed from my job because um, they thought I might use uh, radio systems to spy and send messages out or whatever. Totally stupid. But that was their... They always... This is what, what the Americans don't understand. You are always considered an enemy. You, if you are not one of them, you are an enemy. That's always right. the case. If, if you That's are not one of the controlled uh, of the control group, you are a controlled group. That's that's what you always have to consider. There is there's nothing in between. You are either an enemy or a friend. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. So happy to be here today. I'm Kate Daly from katedalyradio.com, The Kate Daly Show. Nice to be with you. I have a tremendous guest for you today that you must hear from. He grew up in East Germany, was a communist, and will address what changed him, how the people exposed the infiltrators, over here we call them the CIA and the FBI, and how the people overturned tyrannical rule in East Germany. This is a story everybody needs to hear. Because in our situation right now, and the freedom loss that we're getting daily, we need to understand how to overturn this with the population that we have. We can learn so much from this story. But before I go there, before I bring on Harold Zeger, who is amazing, he's amazing. I want to give you three truth bombs to start out. I wasn't here last week, and I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. The news wants you to focus on derailments. 
I noticed this as Fox News and CNN were constantly now reporting every derailment. We have had derailments in this country, usually two to four a day, but now they're focusing on them because they want to focus on them, which tells you what? The news, the media, the mainstream, it's always opposite. If they're saying focus on the train derailments, don't focus on them. Then they become a distraction. And I'm not talking about the chemical spill in Ohio. I'm talking about all the other train derailments. And that's really important to know. That's when you know it becomes a distraction. When Fox News is like, oops, another one. Yeah, it's a distraction. Also, I'm wondering what the ingredients, would that, the ingredients that spilled in Ohio, would that cause a black cloud or a white cloud? Just something to think about, you know. And then also, right now, the big news this week is the left is finally embracing China. They're, they're finally saying the Chinese virus. And this is absolutely a story that is there to cement the narrative, okay? Not to highlight the stupidity of the left. That's easy to do. You can highlight that every day. They don't know their history. They don't know context. That's easy. But don't go and don't fall for the low-hanging fruit that they're finally embracing it. They're finally talking about it. All they're doing is cementing a narrative. It did not come from China. It came from here. They just don't want us to focus on that. In fact, if we were blaming China for the 99.9% sniffle, okay, wouldn't they have retaliated? And BlackRock in August of 2020 was very, very sneaky in going in and receiving approval. Approval from who? Yeah, from the Chinese Securities Regulatory Commission to set up mutual fund business in the country. This made BlackRock the first global asset manager to get consent from the Chinese government to start operations in the country, August of 2020. If we were blaming them or we knew or the whole story was staged to come out of China, why would they be able to do that in 2020 when no one was looking, okay? The other thing I wanted to mention before I bring on my great guest, because actually, this is why I want to bring on my great guest. I was at an airport, I, the, the new Harry Reid, little treasonous Harry Reid Airport, okay? Harry Reid Airport, um, really, they should have just named the commode Harry Reid, the bathrooms, the Harry Reid bathrooms at the airport, but they named the whole airport after him. I was standing in line, and as I was standing in line to get accosted by the TSA and felt up by the TSA, I got to, I got to have this moment with with dogs. Um, halfway through the line, they make you stand on these appropriated gold-painted feet, and you have to stand on them perfectly. You can't go outside the line. Uh, or you're told by the TSA agent to then put your feet on the gold-painted uh, you know, shoe lines. Then I was told to have this correct pace as I walked forward, and I had to have a correct cadence while dogs sniffed my private parts. It was super fun and exhilarating. I don't know what's more exhilarating, dogs sniffing me or the TSA agent filling me up. But anyway, I just want to mention this because as I was going through this, I was thinking, why? Why are they doing this? And I know the reason, because I'm asking you a question I know the answer to. And that is to create another fear factor, a, bo a bomb dog, a, a, a drug dog. It doesn't even matter at this point. But I had to go through this very, very fierce um, 10 feet dogs surrounding me, sniffing me with four agents staring at me, making sure I had the right cadence walk until I got to the actual TSA. Is this program being piloted now? Is Las Vegas Airport one of those pilot programs? I don't know. But we certainly don't live in America. We say, the TSA was bad enough. Now we got dogs. We got bomb dogs. Did a bunch of planes go down that I didn't know about? Why is this happening? We'll come right back with Harold Zeger from Freedom's Nightmare. You're going to want to hear his story. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. 
Hi, this is Ron Paul. I am a former congressman, physician, and presidential candidate. The world is in turmoil. Things like Ebola, earthquakes, wars, and famines are commonplace. As Americans, we are largely sheltered from these events. However, in parts of the world, just having enough food is a huge problem. For some of us, there is the nagging thought that we may not always have it so good. So we keep some food on hand just in case. My family and I have found a product that helps us do this better. It's a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. With it, we eat healthier and store a little more food. We freeze dry everything we love to eat, and it lasts up to 25 years. Who knows what the future will bring? One thing's certain, my family and I will always have food on the table. To learn more, go to HarvestRight.com or call 800-763-5999. That's HarvestRight.com or 800-763-5999. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com. Some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. Great to be back with you. I have the most amazing guest, Harold Zeger, and his book is called Freedom's Nightmare. This is a very, very, very important book. You need to have this book, and you need to share it with your family. This book um, explains how Harold escaped, uh, well, not really how he escaped, how, how everything changed in East Germany and why. What did the people actually do to get out from under their tyranny? When I was on a week and a half ago before I was travel, I was traveling last week, but when I was on the week before, I talked about the fact that, hey, the good news is they still have to pull a bunch of false flags in order for us um, to, to come under their control because they still don't have full control of the country, but they're getting close. And that's why I wanted Harold to come on with me today. He's a very inspirational speaker. He speaks all over the country. And let me tell you, this book will talk about why, how they exposed, how did the Patriot groups expose the infiltrators? I bet you want to know that. And how the people did this. Welcome to the show, Harold. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a great honor to be on your show. I am, I am so glad to invite you on the Alex Jones Show because I'm telling you, people need to hear your story. Um, you grew up in East Germany. You were communist. You were brainwashed into thinking that this was for the good of all. What changed that, Harold? Because I think this is so inspirational when you talk about what changed you. 
Yeah, what, what changed me was a, it was not an overnight experience. It happened over a period of time. Um, I collided with the, with the system first uh, when I was instructed to guide a, um, what they call youth brigade, um, to adhere to the uh, rules and regulations for these youth brigades. And um, one of the rules was that the members of the youth brigades were not allowed to date um, non-communist members, non-party members, or members who were in disagreement with the uh, East German communist philosophy. And if they did, then I was required to report those people to the Stasi. Uh, Stasi is the state security police, uh, which was the power tool for the uh, Communist Party, the Socialist United Party, SUP, in East Germany. And then the Stasi would track these people down and would harass them or whatever. So I, I started not to do that anymore. I I refused to do it. And then actually in a in a direct confrontation, I said, I disagree with this kind of policy. I disagree with uh, we what do you have to do with the people's private life, right? And uh, I was corrected. I was reprimanded. I was uh, removed from a number of positions. At this time, I was, um, if you want to say, an upcoming star uh, in the uh, East German youth movement in our region. I was a leader in uh, youth uh, uh, agitation and uh, propaganda training. Um, I had learned all the tools and how to organize meetings, how to organize groups, and all these things. And uh, but I was removed from all these positions because of my resistance to do that. Um, and that was the first shock. Uh, and then I went to the army. Uh, I, we had mandatory army service in East Germany. Um, and that was another eye opener. Um, you are not a human being in a communist army. Now, it wasn't that bad as in, in the Soviet Union. Soviet Union soldiers were actually still beaten by their officers. They had the right to beat a soldier if he, dis, uh, if he, if he did not do exactly what he should do. Now, that was not that bad in the East German army, but there were other things which were absolutely contrary to that, what I had learned over so many years for our great communist uh, development. And then the real shocker, which really disconnected me from everything that was communism, was a um, instruction meeting where once a month, a high-up, high-ranking officer would come in and would instruct the groups about the military politics, the politics behind our military, uh, why we have to fight the rotten capitalist West and uh, and all these, these stuffs. And uh, this guy was actually explaining that East Germany had a number of spies uh, in high-ranking positions in NATO. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the Guillaume affair. Uh, one of the councillors was Councillor Brand. Uh, his personal uh, private secretary was actually a spy for the Stasi. So everything what Councillor Brandt get in his hands was written before or, or read before by a spy of the Stasi. So based on that, the, uh, and then there were several in the in NATO headquarters, women which were used as honey, honey traps, right? Um, right. And he, ex he explained, we will know at least two days before NATO attacks the Warsaw Pact, we will know that and we will attack before. And our main objective is to get to the Fulda Gap, which is a low-level area between two hillsides uh, near the city of Fulda in West Germany. And we have to go through there and have to keep that Fulda Gap open so that the Soviet army forces which come after us can ride, rush through and go to the uh, big harbors Antwerp and Rotterdam. And the main point for that was to capture those harbors to avoid resupply to NATO forces from America. And uh, so one of our soldiers said, hey, sir, but 
I, I don't think we can do that because I'm working at the fleet here, right? All our trucks and tanks and all that we have are breaking down every time. We have more defect uh, equipment than we have equipment which works. So how do you think we can get there and, and do that? <laughs> if, and the mayor answered, if we are not able to open and keep open that Fulda gap, we'll just get nuked. And there was mm. silence in that room. I mean, it was just unbelievable. So that was that was actually official communist strategy, military, uh, what do you call that, policy or whatever. That was in their doctrine, in their military doctrine. If we cannot reach that goal, that will be nuked, and then the Russian troops with their or Soviet troops with their um, nuclear safety equipment, they could go through. We didn't have that stuff, but they had. So that was we're still that was using. The we're still using the nuke threat right now. Everything's always ramping up to nukes. I, I looked at a news clip from six years ago that I played on my show, and and it was, we're about to get nuked. It's about to be World War Three. There's always the threat there. It's a very communistic, globalist threat, and everybody. Everybody freaks out over it every five seconds. Like we're like 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 nukes are biggest problem at this point. I think we have bigger fish to fry. I almost welcome a nuke at this point. And so when we when we talk about your story, when they finally hit your personal life, when they were telling you what kind of girl you could marry, you know what goes on in the bedroom, what what every single facet of your personal life. That's when you begin to question. That's when you, be, you begin to say, "I'm sorry, am I involved in something here?" And because at that point you had been pretty successfully brainwashed into the Stasi way, right? We call them Karens over here, but a lot of people telling on everybody. And uh, and you started realizing they were in your private life. That's when it kind of hit you, didn't it? Yes. And then, I mean, there were a number of issues and I, I we don't have the time to explain that also. That's the reason why people should buy the book, right? Um, Freedom's Nightmare. That, yes. that, that nuking, that nuking and, and he expressed it like he is going to buy a cup of coffee, right? That, that was enough for me. That was the breaking point. And then I run into that girl. Uh, my mom was in a, in a hospital and next to her in, in, in the bed, there was uh, somebody laying there, which I couldn't see anything, but just a long blonde braid right down on the, on the blanket. And I asked my mom, who's that? Oh, she said, that's a girl. She had an accident and uh, she had a concussion and she needs to lay for 10 days or so. And then a couple of weeks later or so, uh, I was at home again and was sitting in our living room reading. My mom was in the kitchen uh, cooking and suddenly she yells, Harold, Harold, come in here. Christiana is here. And I was, Christiana? Mm -hmm. What you're supposed I don't know to marry. We're going to have to go to a break. But that, you know, everybody, everything was picked for you. Everything was decided for you. But you still had that freedom spark in your soul that says something's not right here and started looking at things a little differently. We'll be right back. I'll be right back with Harold Zeger, Freedom's Nightmare on Amazon. Freedom's Nightmare is the book you must get. Be right back. Back here with you on The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from The Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. My guest is Harold Zeger. He wrote the book Freedom's Nightmare. And let me tell you, it really, it really changed the way I looked at the populace and what we could do as they eradicated East Germany, how the populace did that, how they exposed the infiltrators within their own groups. Very important thing to understand how they did this because they were under full tyranny. They were under full tyranny. We have to remember that. Remember when I talked about the airports and the dogs? When they added that measure for the dogs, there is no reason to measure, to add that. There was no reason to suddenly have drug dogs, bomb dogs. There was no factor that said that that had to happen because of the fact that they can just sit there and say, well, it's another scare tactic and we're all for it and we can add it. We never have to explain to the people why, because the people would never ask. People don't ask why. And that's our problem. Jordan Peterson talked about Solzhenitsyn and said, you know, in the gulag, he said, you know, I had to figure what my part of being in this gulag was. I had to finally wrestle with the fact that I put myself there because I allowed all these things to happen. And it really is, uh, Harold is a force of nature because Harold, as he talks about East Germany and he's seeing America fall, as he sees this country disappearing and, and what, what he grew up in, that is happening all over now. In fact, in East Germany, they had files. They had, they had file cabinets on people 
from the people that would turn them in and, and snitch on them and t- the, the Karens, you know, the tell on them. And so this is such an interesting story. Harold joins me, Harold Zeger, and uh, he speaks all over the country. An amazing, amazing author. Freedom's Nightmare is the book. You must get it. It's at bookstores plus Amazon. And let me tell you, finish your story about the girl real quick, uh, Harold. Yeah. Your mom, your your mother said the, the girl with the long braid was was there to see you. Yeah. I, at first, I had no idea who that is. So uh, to make the story short, we started dating a year later. We married and... Uh, we are married now for 40, 46 years. Now, she was oh, a Christian. So- she grew up in a Christian home. And that was yes. so that when, yes. when we started dating, that was for me a complete contrary world. I had no idea. I mean, I was, I was, what I, what I usually say, God tapped me a couple of times on my shoulder, right? And one of that was a very impressive situation. We were in a, in a city, Dessau. Uh, I was about, I think I was in seventh grade high school, <clears throat> and we went uh, Wednesdays to Sunday school because we were in a um, 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 Lutheran um, ch- child home. My mom was uh, in 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 uh, hospital, and so we were in a in a Lutheran child home. And they sent us to uh, Sunday school on Wednesdays, right after school. And that little church where we went there. That was bombed, firebombed during World War II, and the whole church burned out. But the life-size Christ figure on the front side of the church, scarfed out of a big tree, was not burned. The fire stopped right underneath the feet of that Christian figure. And I was, I mean, it was, for me, it was something, I said, this is horrible. You you can't believe this. This is is shocking. Because it didn't fit with what I, I had learned. So oh. years later, then I, I I get in touch with this with this girl, and uh, we're talking about things like that. And she said, "Why do you think that happened? You are an engineer. You should be able to think about it. You should see through it. You have an analytic mind. Use it, right? Right. So I went right. out. And I, I bought a Bible, which is still available in East Germany. They couldn't they couldn't really put everything out." And because of West Germany was there, right? That, that, that was always that counterpart where they had to play games with. So I bought the Bible, went out on sea trip as an engineer on a fishing trawl. It was usually two to three months. And I read the Bible cover to cover. And when we went out, this was March. Everything gray and gray. We come back in end of May. And everything is blooming and flowering and green and red and yellow and colors. And I was standing there on the railing on that on a trawler and I said, this can't happen by chance. The first time I realized that there must be something more behind it. So that brought me more and more into it. And and, uh, two years later, I turned my life to Christ. Um, So, yeah, that is how I I changed. So so tell me how... Just tell me how the small groups started, the, the Patriot groups. Patriots were were developing. They were eager to come together. They wanted this to stop. This is prior to 1990. This is in the 80s. What started happening? What did you start noticing? People started feeling the same way you did? So when I publicly declared that I'm a Christian, I was removed from my job because um, they thought I might use... Uh, radio systems to spy and send messages out or whatever. Totally stupid, but that was their, they always, this is what what the Americans don't understand. You are always considered an enemy. If you are not one of them, you are an enemy. That's always the case. If if you are not one of the controlled, uh, of the control group, you are a controlled group. That's, That's what you always have to consider. There is, there's nothing in between. You're either an enemy or a friend. So, so these groups what, started kind of forming, the small groups, right? Like who you could count on, your friends. Yeah. So we, we, there were a couple of people which I knew, which I trusted with my life. And that is the basic you have to look at. You have to be really look at them and say, okay, if, if it comes to the point, he would sacrifice his life for me. Like Jesus Christ said, your best friend, or if you want to show your friendship, uh, is when you sacrifice your life, right, for your friends. And um, 
with these guys, we started to discuss. And then one of them said, hey, I know some people over there who think like we. Okay, go ahead, talk to them. And then the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So our, our group, we were six people, which we meet once, once a week uh, as a so-called youth group in the church. Uh, without right. without the pastor, because the pastors were all they were all uh, compromised. They were all paid off. They were all reporting about their church members. And uh, I have a book that is about I don't know what six inches thick, which lists all of the compromised pastors and bishops of the Lutheran Church in East Germany during the Stasi time. So what we what we did was. We met there, we used their their facility, but we were just we. And so we, we, we reached out, every single one of us reached out to one or another guy we knew, just one, and said, hey, we have a group, we don't tell you who it is, but you go ahead and build a group like this with people you can trust with your life. And that was a long time process. When I left East Germany in 1985, that was still growing. There were still not thousands or 10,000 people in those groups, but there were groups all over the place, small groups, five, six, eight, maximum 10 people, where each of them knew another group, but nobody knew all of the groups. That was the key to make sure that if a, From each if a group gets sprung, it's, it's only that group, right? So right. now, how to how to make sure that these, um, which we called rubber ears, that were the spies for the Stasi, paid you know so for a report. Right here, right here, Harold. We're going to come right back to you right after the break. Everyone wants to know how you expose the infiltrators within the group, because as we know, there's always 15 FBI agents dressed as F as patriots to one patriot. We're going to find that out with Harold Zeger. The book is Freedom's Nightmare. You must get this book because you got to know the details. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. The only untold story of World War II you will ever need to know. You have done a magnificent job. The visual impact that people will experience when they see what you have produced, you've been very impartial in your presentation, and you have allowed the people, the viewers, to make up their own mind. You present the, the evidence, and anyway, it's an honor to have you on the program. To find out more on this phenomenal documentary series, go to thegreateststorynevertold.tv. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. We fought. We learned. We struggled. We won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machines. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable, and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. 
the human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it. Together. Together. Log Talk Radio. Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsStore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsStore.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you never actually go to InfoWarsStore.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show, that's great and I thank you. But we need funds to operate, plus we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air, plus you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench, get in the game, step to the plate and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. Back here with you on the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. My guest is Harold Zeger. What a fascinating guest because having lived through this sort of tyranny, this is such a big help to us to know how to fight it right now. And we should be fighting it right now before it gets as bad as East Germany was. Um. And we really do, we're right in the throes of that. So we need to understand kind of where we're at right now. Harold, come, come back and talk to us about, so these small groups started, you would start with maybe under 10 people, you would meet often, and these were people you trusted with your life. And then you would tell them, okay, meet with the people that you trust with your life. And these small groups started, and then a person from each group would then know another group, but the whole group didn't know another group, just one person so that it was very kind of compartmentalized, just like they do to us, everything is compartmentalized. But in this way, the Patriots were able to expand the network by knowing that they were connected, they knew of each other, but they didn't know exact things, but these were small groups, kind of like spidering out these very, very small groups. And by the way, you can get a signed copy of Harold's book. He'll actually sign it for you and you can pay him directly. And what is the email address that they do for that, Harold? Uh, I already get one from our uh, um, session yesterday. So uh, send me an email to uh, hziger, Z-I-E-G-E-R, at portalmail.com. And uh, as soon as I get the books in my hand, I I just ordered a bunch of, I, I don't have them yet. Uh, as soon as I get them in my hand, I will uh, let you know what you have to pay. It's it's probably a, a few dollars less than you pay at Amazon because Amazon always puts a ton off uh, because they oh, also uh, they yeah. also poor right they also poor they need to get money yeah and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so, it um, so tell to, us back Right. Freedom's nightmare. And so tell us a bit about these spidering groups and then how you got rid of the infiltrators, because the FBI and the CIA are involved in just about every event. We know this. Right. And and they're usually there more in spades than actual patriots themselves. So tell us how you expose them, because I think this is so brilliant. So, first of all, we, we called we, we we coined that word spider uh, system, a spider plan system for it, because the spider plan is actually a very good example for how these groups grew out, right? The spider plan puts a puts a rope out, touch the ground, and then grows uh, roots there, and then from there it goes again. So that is how we right. that is how we grew. To get the infiltrators out, so we called them rubber ear because uh, you know they were that was just uh, the nickname for these people who reported to the Stasi about even. Uh, brothers and sisters, and 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 uh, they, they reported about you. It, I I I can't go into that. We we don't have the time. Anyway, so to filter them out, we would create uh, fake events. So we would say, for example, I would go into the collective and I would say, hey, tomorrow or on Friday, we will uh, meet at the restaurant X Y Z, and we will all have a huge sign in hand. And we'll uh, and we'll say uh, unite Germany, unite Germany, or something like that. And the only guys who would go there were the guys who were the, the spies, because everyone 
in the core groups knew that that is stupid to do it, you get arrested and you get jailed for nothing achieved. You wouldn't achieve anything, right? But these people, they thought they have something and they would go there and the Stasi would wait for all of us and nothing happened. But the Stasi knew who was the reporters who were the spies, so they didn't arrest them. And that was for us, <laughs> was, okay, now we know who you are, right? Don't come wow. back. I love and this. I, I love this. I love this because, you know, you're, you're banking on the fact that these people don't have fear because they know if they get arrested, they're going to be let go. So there's something about that that they're willing to toy with that actually exposes them and outs them because they know nothing's going to happen to them. You would be in fear doing that and you would know that there would be no upside of it. So there's no reason for you to go do that. But they would think that, well, they were proving themselves to you in their mindset, but they also have no fear. And that's something to detect from these people because they truly don't have any fear about getting about getting caught and usually released within 24 hours. And so that's another great way to understand, because I know I know of people in this situation that they posed as patriots. They were released within 24 hours and then they just said, oh, I was just released and I don't know why. No, I know exactly why, because they're they're infiltrators. So I love that you guys did this and were smart enough to understand how their mindset works because they would not have been afraid. And that's something to pick up on. They would have showed. I love this. This is great. Yeah, there was a there was another thing which we which we very well knew. When when you you walk down the road and suddenly a, a number of people would start a brawl right in in public they would you know they would they would, they would have beer bottles in hand and they would they would yell at each other and then they would start to brawl you stood away as far as you could because right. that was one of the tricks the Stasi used to lure yours. I mean, they had your eyes on you, right? They knew you were not one of them. So they had their eyes on you. They monitored you. If you got close enough to that group, which were creating some uproar or some stir up, right? If you were close enough, they would catch the whole group, including you. And they would sentence you for, for creating public uproar two or three years to jail. And all the other did, people, which, which were started. January 6th is a perfect example of this, right? Exactly. That's why, I, that's why I brought that up. It's the perfect example. You get, you, you get initiated to do something which is obviously not uh, furthering your agenda. You do something, right. and mostly in, a, in an emotional situation, right? People get emotional and, yeah, that's all right. We have a right to do this. There is nothing wrong with, all right, it's all correct. But these people are just waiting for it. And, you know, the rope is already produced. Right. That, is, makes sense. that is what we always have to think about. So using these small groups to organize a network country na nationwide is the first step. It takes time. And as I said, I never harvested the... Uh, the results of that, because in 1985, I was able to leave East Germany on a legal basis, but at least the groups were already starting to connect uh, throughout the cities. There were, I think it, when I left in 85, there were probably 4,000 small groups existing, and that is just an estimation because we had no real numbers. You couldn't write a letter to somebody, let's say, in, in Berlin and say, hey, guy, what is our group doing? Can we meet somewhere? So you couldn't do that. That letter would be open and read by people who had no business to do that, and you would be you would be uh, screwed, right? So, and so and the same was with the phone system. The phone system was probably on the stand of nineteen, I don't know, thirty three or so, or thirty four. Um, so you couldn't use that either. And it was, I mean, I had reports on my phone uh, was uh, monitored for, I think, four weeks or so during um, surveillance uh, action they did. It's all in the book. Uh, as I said, I can't, I can't explain everything here. And, so do uh, we have to, like, let's say uh, pigeons? I mean, I'm not quite sure with, with the surveillance going on, all the cameras, all the surveillance systems. When I was uh, driving home from Las Vegas, I noticed they installed all those new light fixtures with all the five LED lights that come down and, and surveillance cameras. So with this kind of system, I mean, first of all, you say leave your cell phones at home so no, no, nobody can be tracked where you go to meet. 
um, and you can't bring it with you, just turn it off. That's not possible because it still tracks. We all know this. And so there's, we're going to have to be very, very creative in, um, in furthering this under, I know there's an underground, but furthering this underground to get the population and the masses um, to be able to connect with each other. Because how would you do it? I mean, it's so difficult. You've got about 30 seconds before we go to break, but how would you do it right now? You have to avoid the modern um, systems of communication completely. Even your car is tracked, right? Uh, if you have a modern car, it's tracked. The computer is constantly sending signals to the manufacturer servers where it is and, and how the condition is. So small groups mean you 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 meet in small groups in your small area, right? Where you, you uh, use a okay. bicycle. Stop so using your come, car. Use a bicycle. Harold, wait right there. We're gonna we have to come back because now we have to find out how they ended East Germany, and this is a story you must hear. The power of the people the power of the people. Welcome back. Final segment with Harold Zeger. He is the author of Freedom's Nightmare. He experienced this story. He was a full-fledged communist. His mother, was he found out later, was a spy uh, for East Germany and uh, reporting on, you know, uh, people and things going on. And he tells this story, and there's so many more details in the book. And so if you're wondering why we're kind of outing some of the ways in which the people um, expose the infiltrators. There's so many more things inside this book that you need to see because this is truly, you know, they, they have well-laid plans. If we haven't figured that out by now, you should. Um, so the well-laid plans have been um, have been well-laid for, you know, 150 years. And now it's it, it's up to us to fight this. It's up to the people to get involved, to do what they need to do. Right now, we're told a lot of narratives. No, it is not a China virus a sniffle. No, it's here. We were in charge of that. No, Ukraine is not at, I don't think they're actually at war. I actually think it's a money laundering operation. We need to be able to think before it's illegal. We need to be able to say, just like Harold did, now wait a second here. I'm thinking, I'm using my brain. We have a God-given brain and we have those God-given spiritual gifts to identify what is truth and what is not. And we need to use them. Harold Zeger's book, Freedom's Nightmare, there's so much packed in this book about how they obtained information from people, how they did this under tyrannical rule. You have to realize they were under more tyrannical rule than we are right now. And they were able to free themselves of that stranglehold in East Germany. Harold, how did they do it? They formed these small groups. They would have a spokesman from the group go and meet with another group, but not everybody in the group knew who the other group was because they wanted to keep that compartmentalized which was very, very smart. They set up fake events to expose the infiltrators within the group because we know how many of them are. They're un-American, the FBI and the CIA, very, very un-American and will act against their own citizenry. So you have to expose them and they're total nimrods anyway. I don't think that's gonna be that hard to do. And then what did these small groups then do to create the situation that they never talk about in ending East Germany because it was the power of the people? Yeah, they, they don't want people to know that they have power, right? So what, what started was when the groups, and, and again, I have to say, I wasn't there when that really went off. I was already out of the country, but I still had connections and, and uh, we, we watched what was going on. Um, so what, what started was that they, uh, when, when they had enough groups in the city, they would just come together Monday evening would light a candle and would march around the church. Uh, in some cities, you had several churches, they would just march around every church. You would have uh, three or four or five of these uh, marching around the church and scandalizing the slogan, we are the people. We are the people. We are the people. Over and over and over again, for sometimes for two hours. Um, and when the first of those events happened in several cities at the same time, East German Stasi was completely shocked. They had no idea that that was growing and that it suddenly, uh, like an explosion came up. Uh, then they tried to infiltrate again using the youth pastors, which were especially, many of the youth pastors were actually coming out of the uh, government-controlled universities were actually heavily um, 
in favor of communism. I, I don't know how you can do that, um, combining the Bible with communism, but they were. And they always said, we have to be in agreement with the socialistic agenda here because uh, it is the right way for the people to do and things like that. So they tried to stop that these, these kind of events, but that was too late. At this time, it was too late. If you have already, let's say, in a, in a 50,000 people city, uh, 1,000, 1,200 people who would go to an event like this, uh, within weeks of, of these events, five, six, seven thousand people would march around the church. And at the end, when that all imploded, uh, so in, in, in late summer, early fall of 1989, there were 4,000 towns or states, towns or cities, whatever you the, the best name would be for. Uh, in, in all over East Germany. So when you say 4,000 towns, this is probably even a, a, a small village with 500 people where people would walk around the church and would, would have the light and say, we are the people. And in, um, in late summer, early fall 1989, that turned into a different slogan. We are one people. And that was actually the beginning of the end, because that was the demand for unification of Germany. And the Communist Party had no tool to stop that other than a military event. And they actually ordered, there was books out there, you can, you can buy them, unfortunately only in German, but you can get them if you, if you are able to read or if you want to use a translator to, to translate this. Uh, Two paramilitary, uh, two parachute battalions were ordered to Leipzig, which was the center of the protests with the largest demonstrations around two churches. About 25,000 people every night would march around the churches there. And um, they were sent over there, and it was planned to shoot down the protesters and disperse them. They had the order to do that from the uh, political leadership. And the commander of the parachuter troops declined to execute that command and sent his troops home. And that was the end. So there is a ton of power in the masses if they do it right. And you cannot, I, I always wonder about people who are sitting in, in you know, pre presenting a video on Facebook presenting their rifle and said, yeah, they should come, they should come, I will show them. Yeah, they will come for your single guy anytime. But consider that you have, let's say, what well, we had 80 million voters for, for President Trump last election, which was faked, roughly, right? right? So right. let's say half, half of them are not able to do anything for you know health reasons, uh, they just right. can't. We still have 40 million, right? Now, out of yep. these 40 million, whatever, half of them can't do anything, but they may be able to support a, uh, a uh, movement, right? So the right. other 20 million can be, they can go out, they can camp in front of a capital with 25, 30,000 people surrounding and, and the capital of, of Columbus. Right. And here's the thing. If you had 10 people marching around the churches, right? Wouldn't you be then wanting to go be part of that? I mean, look what just happened with the with the um, with that with the what happened in Kentucky with the youth. You would want to be part of that. That's very exciting to be part of it. And here's the deal: when we went to the Capitol, they used our anger as a nation, the majority of us, against us. You guys were going to the churches, and this was not something where they could use use the anger against you because you were just literally walking around the church. The people were walking around the churches saying, we are the people. There's nothing angry about. They can't use it to their advantage. Right. Right. And, and, and I think if you if you go ahead and let's say you have you have 20,000 people who can camp out around the Capitol, just. Just don't go there on Sunday or Saturday. They don't care about what you do on a Saturday or Sunday. Make it for right. them impossible right. to go further on with their agenda. And that means they cannot work. They cannot do what they want to do. And the other 20 million people can support those who can do that. 
right? That should work, but we have to get them together. We have to throw away all these conceptions we have. Oh yeah, this guy is, uh, I don't know, is a Lutheran, and this guy is a Catholic, and this guy is that. No, I can't do with them. Oh, he, he wants to have flat tax. No, I can work with these guys. No, and this guy don't want this. And throw that away. There is one single goal, for my opinion, one single goal in the United States patriots should have, and that is get the United States on the basis of the Constitution again. Throw out yes. the banksters. Get rid of the Federal Reserve. Get rid of the IRS. Uh, if you throw out the banksters, this country will survive. But if you don't, you won't. And, and we have to that, stop Right. We've got to stop looking for a leader to do it, to guide us. There's no leader you, you, in the small groups. They didn't have a leader. They just had the will to do it. We only have a couple of seconds left. Harold uh, Zeger, the book is Freedom's Nightmare. You can get it on Amazon bookstores like Barnes and Noble, or you can email him and get a signed copy. What's the email address real fast? H Zeger, Z-I-E-G-E-R at protonmail.com. You got to get this book. I'm not joking. This is an important book because there's so many details that can help us as a populace right now gain the will and strength to, to go on a quest for our own liberty, which is what we need to do. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host for Alex Jones. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been an important hour. Thank you. One thing I should say, on, and I know this is called the World Government Summit, um, but uh, I think we should be maybe a little bit concerned about uh, actually becoming too much of a single world government. Um, if, if I may say that we want to avoid creating a civilizational risk by having, um, frankly, this may sound a little odd, too much cooperation between governments. Um, you know, if you know, if you look at say the at history and the rise and fall of civilizations, um, the, the really old throughout history, civilizations have risen and fallen, but it hasn't meant the doom of humanity as a whole because there have been, there've been all these separate civilizations that were separated by great distances. While Rome was falling, it, uh, it, you know, uh, Islam was rising, and that actually ended up being a source of preservation of knowledge uh, and, uh, and many scientific advancements. And so, um, so I think we want to be a little bit cautious about uh, being too much of a world of a single uh, civilization, because if we are too much of a single civilization, then if, if, we, if the whole the whole thing may collapse, um, I'm not, obviously not suggesting war or anything like that. But I think we want to be a little bit wary of actually cooperating too much. It sounds a little odd, but um, but we, we just we, we want to have some amount of civilizational diversity, such that if uh, if something does go wrong with some part of civilization, that the whole thing doesn't collapse uh, and, 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 you know, humanity keeps moving forward. Well, we live to see it. Elon Musk at the World Economic Forum decrying their world government at their world government summit. That's what this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is all about. And the final signed copies are available for a limited time, just a few weeks, at InfoWarsTore.com. So get your copy of the book and help keep us on air at InfoWarsTore.com. We've come a long way, but the war has not yet been won. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. We have the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is
is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653, 877-886-3653, GoBerkey.com. 